All right, everyone. Well, welcome again to Casual Nonsense. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Mark, and I really appreciate you checking in and joining me today. Today, as a milestone, is the 50th episode of Casual Nonsense. I think that's pretty cool. It's been a it's been quite a journey to this point. So maybe you could be equally awesome today and share this episode with at least one friend. If you're in Spotify or the Apple app, there's a share button that that you can use. It looks like a little square with an up arrow. You click that, you pick a friend, and you hit send, and now you've completed your good deed for the day. So I thank you, and the world thanks you. All right, today uh, my guest is Vicky. She is a complete and total ball of energy, just a total badass. Uh, she has this uh, this real infectious personality that somehow just draws you in and you want to listen to more. That's really what led to me inviting her on the podcast. I really didn't care what we talked about. I said, just come on and let's just do some stuff. But as it turns out, she's a super interesting person to talk to. So I think that you're really going to enjoy this conversation that we have. Uh, we talk about the mind and the body. And, you know, I think if nothing else, uh, you're going to get a few laughs and you're going to really enjoy it. So let's get to it. All right, listen, we are here again. Casual nonsense. I have uh, I have Slick Vic, uh, as she likes to call herself. Slick Vic BA. Is that for badass? Oh my gosh, yes it is. <laughs> awesome. Like, so embarrassing. I love it. Because it sounds so like immature and juvenile. But you know, back in the day when I started my social media, Slick Vic was already taken. So I was like, oh, what, what am I going to put? And I, of course, thought that. And there we are. That's how it came about. I like it. I like it. So, uh, you know, Vicky, as your mama might call you, but, um, so, all right, nice. Well, welcome to casual nonsense. First off, uh, thanks for, thanks for agreeing to come on to the show and and chit chat with me for a bit here. Thank you. So this is what I know about you. Um, not a lot, not a lot. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) what I, so how, so as I was, you know, we were talking about this a little bit ago, like, so I was actually, uh, scouting out some other podcast hosts and I happened to stumble upon a podcast where you were a guest and I was like, man, this girl's energy is so good. Energy. I think I just skipped a few letters there. Energy uh, is, uh, and I was like, you know what? I, I did reach out to that host, but then I reached out to you also. And I was like, well, what are you up to? Like, do you want to come on and, and let's have a conversation? And, you know, so here we are. So, um, so thanks for joining us here. So let's talk a little bit about you and what you do. You know, what's, what's happening today? You doing all right? Gosh, yes, I'm doing wonderful. Um, and as you know, I'm in Florida right now. We were just talking about the weather. So this is my favorite time of year. And since I was born and raised in Ohio, I absolutely love the fall. And it's finally starting to feel cooler. And as I was just telling you, you know, like we're at like a nice 78. No, but I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, I'm doing wonderful today. Yeah. I'm in uh, I'm in North Carolina right now. It's oh. uh it's 60 67, so it's not horrible. Oh. No, yeah, that's actually perfect. Honestly, that's like a perfect day. Um, but no, yes, I'm doing great here in Florida. And um, yeah, so like more, a little bit more about me. You just want to kind of know like what's going on in my life right now. Well, okay. Well, let me tell or, you what I know, okay. and then you fill you fill in the gaps. Okay. Um, I know you, I know you have your own podcast, uh, Peace Toast and Jam. Yep, is it? Well, let me. Is it? There's no commas in there. So is it? Is it peace, toast, and jam, or is it like peace, toast, and jam? Like you tell me, like, <laughs> <laughs> like jam, like jam on a toast. That sounded exactly the same. <laughs> I was like, yes to both. No, it's <laughs> it's all spelled the same when you're reading it. I know. Yeah. Literally, I know. It's um like peace, as in like the peace sign, like that word, you know, and then toast. Yes, as the toast you eat, and then and 
jam, like the jam you put on the toast. So the whole thing about that was I was trying to think of a podcast name and I really didn't have any other, like my podcast was literally going to be about anything and everything. So I was like, how do I like say that? So things that I like to talk about are peace. So meaning like what brings you peace? Um, we can kind of get this later on. I'm a very spiritual person. So that was kind of like peace with that. The toast is because I freaking love toast. I love to eat. I mean, I'm the girl that I, I mean, yes, I can have a salad, whatever, but like, listen, if you put some good steak and potatoes in front of me, like I'm going to go crazy ribs, you know, I'm just all about it. And then the jam part is I absolutely adore music. Um, and I think that, that all three of those things are cool things to talk about, but that was just kind of how it unfolded. And that's really the the origin of the name. But I, okay. to be honest with you, my podcast is, like I said, it's about everything and anything. It's not about just food and music, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's how I, I kind of got the name. I love it. You're, this is casual nonsense, like exactly the same thing. Yeah. I couldn't decide on a on one topic. And yeah. I said, well, I want all the topics. And yeah. I just want it to be about nonsense. Yes. And um, I don't know how the name came about. I think someone I work with, like, used the word and yes. I say the word all the time. I say nonsense a lot, but I was like, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. And then I, you know, it just threw together, and here we are. So yeah. same idea, like everything and nothing, you know. So in your case too, it's your show. You can talk about whatever you want, Heck yeah. and you know, screw everybody else. You listen or don't. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Nice. All right, cool. So uh, I listened to a couple of those episodes. So you famously uh, record usually either outside or in your Jeep. Right, <laughs> which is where you are right now. You're you're in the Jeep. You're in the the jam Jeep. You know what? And you know what's so funny about that? It's truly the reason. Well, okay. There's a couple of reasons why. One, because I'm always on the go. I am like a busy bee, and so there are times where I'm literally, I mean, driving or out in nature, and I think of something. And so with your so your podcast, you do a lot of you're interviewing other people. For me. Right. Because I don't have a studio set up yet, which is the second reason why I'm usually doing it on the fly, I say, like, well, shoot, if I'm just randomly on the road or if I'm out in nature and I have a great idea, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't lose this. Okay, let me word vomit into my mic on my phone and just get it out there on Peace, Toast, and Jam. So that is literally the reason. And because I used to commute a lot to another job that I had, I had about, like, a half hour, 45-minute drive. And I was like, you know what? That's a perfect amount for a podcast episode. I'm just going to do it that way. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how that came about as far as me being in my Jeep. And it is, of course, just not really ironic that today I'm in my Jeep again. I love it. Uh, that's that's a, that's maximum efficiency right there. Yes. <laughs> it's like you're on your way to work recording yes. the podcast. So there you go. Yes. yes. That's dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, and we were just talking about this a little bit about when you have a chance to finally put a studio together, you got to do it in a Jeep. You got to take like the body of a Jeep, right? Even if it's indoors at that point, but you got to turn the two front seats facing the back seat, right? So then you can have a conversation. Oh my gosh. Boom. That's the studio. Yes. And and I don't know. I know you can't, well, everyone else can't see this, but I have all the rubber duckies in the front of my Jeep, you know, which is very Jeeps. So like that could be the whole thing. Oh my gosh. We have the cup holders for your coffee. I mean, it's just perfect. It's the perfect setup. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be looking forward to that at some point. I want to see will, the, the the Jeep studio. I will have you on my show when that happens. How's that? That's a promise. Done. Like, That's it. We're, we're recording this, so no take backs. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to come to Florida. I'm going to say, I want to sit in the Jeep. That's yes, the thing. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, 
All right, cool. So you do that. I know that you're also, uh, you're big in the jujitsu, like, and you've been taking these classes. I get a, a friend of mine. He was on an earlier episode. He's uh, one of my, one of my son's best friends. Um, he, he does jujitsu. Like he's a, he does tournaments. So shout out to uh, Jake Nightmare Polanski. Yes, Jake. Uh, the name, awesome. the name is pending. <laughs> but, <laughs> so yeah, he taught me a little bit about that and he does tournaments locally in the area and stuff. So it's pretty fun. So, so you go in there, it's, it's a great stress relief, right? Like you go in there and you get, do you beat on people or just bags? Oh no, this is all people. It is full contact. <laughs> It's so funny because, uh, well, you know me from right now. So I'm a very like bubbly, uh, you know, happy, joyful person. Very like, and then I get out there and it's like, let me murder you. Like I'm trying to choke you out unconscious. And I'm also trying to break your limbs. I mean, obviously we do it in a very controlled area and we're, you know, we tap as I'm sure Jake has told you, like, you're not going to let someone just tap your, you know, but that's the beauty of it. So you're, you're literally trying to hurt each other. <laughs> but yes, it is. I absolutely adore it. I actually, I started wrestling when I was in high school. That's how it all started. Like my whole martial arts, like love. And I did it just for like two years. I was really late in the game with that. But then later on in life, I was interested in it. Believe it or not, I wanted to do MMA. I wanted to punch people in the face. But then I started to realize, well, with everything I do of content creation and the time I was in school for school counseling, I was like, maybe my face should not be all battered and bruised up. You know, right, right. <laughs> I went more <laughs> the jujitsu route and I absolutely fell in love with it. So, um, but yes, that is what I do all the time. Um, and it's great. It's a great stress reliever. It's a mental, physical experience every time. So you were a female wrestler in high school? Yes, I was actually, so I was born and raised in Canfield, Ohio, and there were no girls on the high school wrestling team so I yeah. went to the coach and I said I would like to join the team and he was like well there's no other women and I'm like so and he's like well I'll tell you what and I honest and he's a great guy I think he's he's probably still coaching I would think at the at that high school but he's like if you can come to our um, summer camp and get through it maybe we'll talk about it so I went to the summer camp went through it good challenge right and then I was like he was I think he was kind of like oh crap so he's like well if you can uh, find another female partner, you could join the team. And because at the time it was still, I think, a little bit taboo. You know, I was from a small town mm. and I, I totally get it. But I did end up find I found a girl. I found a girl in my school. Um, she was a friend of mine and she's like, all right, I'll do it. And I'm like, awesome. And, he, and I think at that point he's like, well, what else can I say? You know what I mean? So how did that pitch go, right? You're like, hey, Susie, uh, <laughs> want to join the rest of the team so we could beat each other up every day after school? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sarah, so you got the S right. <laughs> Close. All right. <laughs> but yeah, she was a friend of mine. And you know what? I, I think she just ran cross country and she was like an active person in that way. But she seemed a little bit more edgy, kind of like my type, like a little bit more tomboyish. And I was like, you know, would you want to do this? I didn't know how I pitched it, to be honest with you. And Sarah, if you're out there, thanks again for joining me on that crazy adventure. But the only bad thing was, I think it, it really sucked because we were always going against just each other, pretty much. I mean, I I didn't really wrestle around with a lot of the other guys as much. So after a while, it's like, man, I would like to have some other partners out here. You know, you start to like almost dislike that person because <laughs> you're just right. beating up on each other. But no, that's what I did. And, and I'll be honest, I absolutely sucked. I was so terrible because I had no idea. I mean, I was joining a bunch of guys who had been most likely wrestling since they were like five years old. So, but it was mm. such an experience. I mean, I learned so much 
about myself as an athlete, but just as a person in general. I mean, the conditioning alone blows everything out of the water. I mean, it was it was rough for high school. I was I was wondering, like, I was like, I mean, you, you answered the question, but I was wondering if like you had to wrestle against guys because from the guy's perspective, yeah, that's a lose lose situation across the board. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, no guy's going to volunteer because if they beat you, it's like, oh, you beat a girl, yep. you know, and then you lose. Forget about it. Like, you can't even go back to the locker room. Like, you lost to a girl. Like, it doesn't matter how tough you are. No one wants to lose to a girl. Well, I was just, you nailed it because I actually did. So, so during the year, I was never put into an actual match, which kind of sucks. You know what I mean? But I get it. I wasn't that good. And the other guys were good. But what I would do is I would go and do tournaments on my own on the weekend um, so I would just enter into tournaments and I was going against the boys, like anyone oh, who okay. my weight. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember like, you know, you go into the center of the ring, you know, you, you know, slap hands or whatever. And this one guy even told me like, you know, we're kids in like high school. And he's just like, he's like, I really don't want to hurt you. But, it, and he said it, he's like, but if I lose to you, I'll look horrible. You know what I mean? Against, I mean, I'm lost to a right. girl. So, uh, you know, and I was, <laughs> Hey, honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty. And yeah. I was like, well, do your best buddy. Cause then, you know, at that time I also had confidence too. I'm like, yeah, like whatever. I got my ass beat. I mean, of course, but I also gave like a good, you know, I was, I was strong for being in high school, you know, and okay. all that. um, but yeah. And I remember this one guy afterwards, he's like, well, he wanted my number. I'm like, absolutely not. You just kicked my butt. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like get out of here, you know? But, but yeah, it was so fun. I mean, I wish I could go back and remember more of it. You know, in high school, you just, everything gets kind of blurry once you get the thirties, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, the, but that's good though. But those are like the roots that shape you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it gets you to the path where you're at now, you know? Yes. So now you do jujitsu and yep. it's a great, it's a great stress relief. As you just said, Yes. Uh, it's good for mental health. Uh, I've never mm-hmm. done jujitsu myself. I took uh Kempo um, oh. for a little bit. I think I got to like the third belt. I was at, is that yellow or orange? I don't know oh, what cool. order they went in. It was okay. Like it was fun to do. It was fun to learn. Like it wasn't, yeah. it was more self-defense is what they were teaching. Like, Hey, if someone comes back with a knife, like here's how you go. And um, yeah. it was kind of cool. But uh, there was the reason I quit. It was this, like, cause I wanted it to be legit. Like I'm really like, listen, if I'm not good, then yeah. don't pass my belt. You know what I mean? Like I want to earn it. But Absolutely. then there was, a, there was a girl in the class and she was a little, uh, we'll say mentally challenged. Right. Oh. And, and I was, we we're in a class where like everyone, when you train for the belts in this, if you're training from like, say white to yellow, well, everyone's in the same, you do the same initial stuff. And then the people that get the yellow, then you're done. And right. then everyone who's training for like a blue or a black or whatever the case is. Right. Anyway, so we're in the same class and I'm, and he's testing us and we're doing our things. And I'm watching this girl do her thing. Yeah. And like, I'm like, she sucks at this. You know what I mean? And like, and like no, no offense to her, like mental condition or whatever, but you know, but then eventually, you know, so after that whole training and I watched it through and he passed her and gave her another belt. Right. And I'm like, all right, like, I'm glad he gave it to her. Like, good for her. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, what's the legitimacy now of me getting a belt? Like, you're going to pass me because my check cleared. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. No. That's- so I quit shortly after that. And I was like, ah, I just, I can't like, you just ruined it for me mentally because I'm like, I'm not mentally tough. If you're just going to, I don't know if you're a movie fan, but like I'm Rocky and Rocky three and Mick's giving oh. me all the layup fights. You know what I mean? That's the best Rocky movie, by the way. The Russian. It is. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out because that's Rocky four with the Russian. Rocky oh, three no. is with wait, Mr. Oh, T. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. You're right. Crap. Oh my. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm a Rocky fan, but obviously not that good of a fan. <laughs> right. <laughs> solid. Solid. 
So, okay. So what you do now, right? So if we get into, if we talk about, like, if we go down that kind of mental health road a little yes. bit, right? So this is something, and this is when I was kind of digging a little deeper into your history. Yeah. This is something that I know nothing about. So I'm going to let you talk about it for a minute. Um, and I'm, if I'm pronouncing it right, it's Reiki. Yes. And this is like a yep. form of uh, mental health or. Uh, so I think like anything, it, like I could give you the cliff note version. I could give you the whole deep, but I'm just going to kind of say it in a way I think that is best digestible by everybody. Okay. That's um, what I like. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't claim to be some scholar in this either. So, you know what I mean? I just go by like, Hey, like knowing the basics and that's easiest. So, so Reiki is a, I mean, for lack of better words, it's like, it's a, it's a healing that you can do. Now, when you say healing, a lot of times if you're dealing with like medical per, you know, professionals, they don't really like that because if you say healing automatically, you're like, oh yeah, like, boom, like you're done, you're healed. And technically that can happen in so many different ways. Right. But I say it freely because that's my belief system. But meaning internally, I'm like, yes, it's, it's like anything else. If you believe that something's going to happen the way it is, then a lot of times it does. Sometimes it's a placebo effect. Sometimes it's just your belief system. And sometimes it's really like the real medicine of the world. But in general, Reiki is an energy healing technique. And so it rooted in like Japanese cultures where I started learning from it. I'm sure there are other roots from it like anything else. Um, but that's the way that I was, I was educated on it. To put it in very basic terms... It's when someone who is a practitioner in it, someone who's gone through the certification process and has learned the way and everything like that, um, goes to an individual and you lightly put your hands on them. And there is a process like anything else, right? And you go through it and you are basically trying to balance out a person's body, which then would help. I mean, if you think about it in every way, mentally, physically, emotionally, and then spiritually, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It's not a religious thing at all, by the way. It okay. helps balance you out. So if you're having high stress, high anxiety, it's a moment where you can go and just relax. It's like a meditative process. And that's the way I like to explain it too. It's If anything else, if you really don't understand it, it's 15, 20, 30, an hour of you just laying still, relaxing, and basically taking a nap, if you will, if you fall asleep. Um, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for that. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's like an energetic massage. So a lot of people then ask, like, are you putting your hands on someone and like, you know, you know, getting out all the junk? No, it's, it was if I, and I obviously people can't see me, but it's just like a nice little light touch. That's all you're doing. And you're, you're going in different spots of the body. So for me, I started the head, the eyes, you know, the ears, and you go through. So that's kind of like the basics of it. That's that's pretty much what Reiki is. The other part to it, which comes sometimes with those who do practice it. And again, this is a belief system and I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers out there. Sure. But for me, I, I tap into it more to the body. I'm more of an empathetic person. And with my training and just me personally, like my, my soul, my human experience, I am able to see and feel things when I'm on someone's body. So what I do is I go through the whole body, the whole process, and I'm writing notes. And then afterwards I say, Hey, you know, this popped up, this, this came up. Some people like to call it a psychic feeling. Some people like to just call it an intuitive thing, but it's my feedback that I provide to, you know, my client at the time, if they would like to hear about it, if they would just like to sit there and meditate with me for a half an hour, and leave, boom, that's good too. 
you know? Okay. But that's kind of it in a nutshell. I know I kind of went in different directions, but that's the easiest way to explain it. Well, it sounds a lot like, um, like it mixed well with yoga. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So, yes. Yeah. So, and I know that you're a yoga, are you an instructor or are you just, you're qualified to be? Is that also true? Yes. Yeah, so I actually, um, I have got my 200 hour yoga certification and I'm currently working on the 300, which would give me the 500 hour yoga cert. But if I don't get it done, I still have my 200 hour, which is great. Um, but you're right. It directly um, goes in line with the yoga mentality and um, just way of thinking really. Okay. My sister-in-law, who uh, yeah. she she lives in Tennessee. She's actually going to be coming on the podcast uh, soon. Oh, and nice. uh, she she's a, her and a friend of hers just opened like a yoga studio and she's been doing yoga for as long as I can remember. Oh, and um, so she's like, my wife has gone with her and they've done that thing. I've tried it. I, I it never took for me, um, yeah, yeah. but I, I know it's great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at first, you know, as, as a younger man, you'd put it down and be like, Oh, you're just stretching, you know, but uh, it's clearly more than that. And I know that it is, but you know, I'm an ignorant dude. So that's, that's my approach. I'm very much connected to your ignorant dude mentality because growing up, I thought yoga was a bunch of crap. I'll be honest with you. I tried it too. When I was younger, actually I took a class in college, like my, my freshman year. I'm like, what is this bullshit? We're just sitting around like, this is so dumb. (laughs) And so I not, not saying that you think that way. I'm not saying, but a lot of people do, but it's also, it was also because I was such an action person and I was such go, go, go that I was like, why would anyone want to do this? But then I opened up my eyes to a lot of different things. And, um, there's many forms of yoga. There's like hot yoga. There's yoga where it's like literally a workout. And then the yoga that I absolutely like is where you are just like you probably do maybe five different positions the entire hour. And that's a very slow, like yin, just quiet process. And I like that because it's such a nice balance from the jujitsu life that I have. And when I'm like, go, 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 go. And I'm like literally trying to tear off people's heads. And then I could just be like, oh, let me relax my body. Yeah. It's calming. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the yeah. yang kind of way of life and that helps me balance out. That's what I've learned a little bit about it from, uh, for those who try to sway me from my previous ignorant dude mentality <laughs> yeah. is like, if I took one yoga class, yeah. like I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. But I think the, I think what I haven't done yet, and this is where like, at some point I'll probably give it a chance because it's good for flexibility and whatnot. Like you got to do it a couple of times mm-hmm. and get in that headspace, right. And just calm down. Yeah. And that's typically where I think, where that's where my problem lies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is probably the reason why you should do yoga. Right. Yeah. So just kind of free your mind, free your brain a little bit, you know, um, you know, my wife will do it. And when she's done, she's like, Oh, I feel so good. Like she's just relaxed, you know? And, uh, I just haven't dove into that as much, you know, it just, I'm not opposed to it now, but I just haven't. You, you nailed it with the, the struggle to be quiet, the struggle to just, (laughs) you know, be in peace and just be still. Cause actually going back to Reiki, I have a lot of, uh, clients um, especially back in Ohio when I was there, they would just come because they're like, this is the only time I'm able to be still. And they're like, it's partly because, yes, I am paying you for like a session, like, you know, what I mean, a service that like, I'm going to listen to what you're doing. So it kind of forces me to do it. But the, so many people in their businesses and their life, you know, you know, run around with family, picking up kids here. They're like, this is a time for me just to be still. And it's so refreshing because a lot of times we go to bed and even when we're laying in bed, we're still, our minds going, 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 going. It's so oh, yeah. stop because you're just thinking yep. ahead. 
the practice, the consistency, the, the learning to like basically make a new default system for yourself is so important so that when you are in those crazy moments in your regular life, you're able to take those breaths. You're able to like reconnect with those still moments and be like, I'm okay. Everything's cool. All right. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of people just don't know how to get that center. And that's where you can start getting a lot of other ailments in your life that'll pop up, whether it be anxiety, stress, or like physical things that pop up. So that's, as you said, it's probably good that maybe you get back into it <laughs> so that you can start to like yeah. find that, like, it, it's going to be, it's going to be hard, right? It's going to be kind of like, you know, like the, the train that's going up, it's going to be like, uh, 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 and then you start going and then you, you're going to get some momentum and it'll be easier and easier and easier. I think what I need is I need almost someone to force me to it. Right. Yes. So like if, if, if my wife became, let's just say super yoga, you know, and say, Hey, come on, come with me to this class. And, I, and she's tried in the past. And then I don't know if she didn't do it because I didn't want to do it with her or yeah. whatever the case is. But yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of need someone to drag you there to kind of jumpstart that, yeah. that process a little bit because uh, everything you just said, I'll lie in bed, my mind wanders. I'm yeah. like, what am I doing at work? Oh, what, what, who's coming on the podcast next? Like, Oh, yeah. I got this idea. And I'm like, do I jump up and write notes? Like, yeah, you know, there's just a, a lot of things going on. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I think being able to kind of center yourself and it gets into the the mental health side of it, because if you can calm yourself enough, you know, it's like, okay, what can I, what can I do? No, I agree. I agree. Because even as someone as myself, who obviously I'm a mental health advocate, my educational backgrounds in mental health, obviously a lot of things I do, Reiki, yoga, um, you know, just life coaching in general, it all stems around bettering yourself in life. In, in, in this life that we're living and the mental health part is like, we, we spend so much time up here in our noggin that it, it's hard. It's hard because our brain is going to want to do whatever we tell it to do. So if we're, if we're constantly putting ourselves in a stressful anxiety ridden, or just like high, 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 like energy drive mode, our brain's going to just want to keep up with us. So learning to take a breath, relax. And like I said, put a new default system in where we're, able to just kind of like shut it off is really hard when we're accustomed to that all the time. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really why I do what I do because it just helps in so many different avenues of everyone's life. When you were talking about, you know, when like the, the slight touching or whatever, yeah. the first thing that came to mind, because again, ignorant dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm picturing you, Mr. Miyagi in this, you know, you <laughs> clapping and then rub the hands together and be like, okay, I'm going to heal you, you know? But uh, apparently, nope, that's well, <laughs> not the way it works. So it's interesting because this all stemmed from, believe it or not, it all in my in my uh, master's program. Um, and so my master's is in education. I was a school counselor for a very brief, short amount of time. But when I was in my classes and being educated on all things school counseling related, I had a professor who's now a dear friend of mine talk about an individual called Joe Dispenza. And I don't know if you know who Joe Dispenza is. He is, um, he does a lot of things with like the neuro, like your brain. And basically he was a man who he got into a horrible accident and his whole spine was messed up and he was in like the hospital bed. And he was basically saying, they're, they're saying like, we're going to have to like fuse everything together, blah, 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 all kinds of crazy stuff with his back. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do this. He goes, I know that our mind is so powerful that we can actually fix ourselves and heal ourselves. So he started to imagine his spine realigning and getting better. And there's, there's a lot more to this. So like I'm leaving out a bunch of details, Sure. but sure. he basically started to heal himself within with his mind. So 
I know that's like, again, hitting the, like the, gla- the top of the glacier right now, not even going deep into it, but he became so obviously inspired about this, that he started really deep diving into this. And this all came from the idea that we have the ability to heal ourselves and heal others. And again, a lot of it has to come with where you're putting your energy and you know, what your belief system is. But there's a lot of cultures out there that do believe that. So with the light hands and the Mr. Miyagi, I, we laugh, we chuckle, but there is some truth to that. There is. And it depends on how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go. Um, but that is kind of what sparked me to look into Reiki. Cause I was like, well, holy crap, if we can start healing ourselves within, like, why are we not all doing this? It has to start with your mind though. And then you kind of trickle down and you learn different techniques and whatnot. But yes, that's kind of just where it all, I got inspired. And I always laugh about the Mr. Miyagi thing. Cause I'm like, you know what? There is some truth to some of that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you should do that once in a while. Just, just be like, okay, we're going to get started, you know, yeah. <laughs> freak somebody yeah. out. Um, you know, I think that's the society that we live in, yeah. you know, these, the, like this century, we'll call it right. Where it's, um, it's, if you don't see it, you don't believe it kind of right. thing. You know what I mean? So regardless of what, what I believe or anyone listening to believes or what you believe, if this person uh, is, well, I forget what the name was, but if they healed their back by believing yeah. it to be true, you know what I mean? Like when you just, when you say that sentence, it's like, okay, but probably not, you know, that science tells us otherwise, you right. know what I mean? Correct. Uh, yeah. And I'm, and I'm neither an expert on either end of the spectrum, but right. you're right because, cause I'm taught to believe, well, if you want to fix this, you need this surgery or this medicine or right. whatever the case is. So I don't know any other way, right? So you're taught one way and then this system comes in and says, well, if you do this, but it's not like you go to a weekend class and suddenly your back's healed. You know right. what I mean? Like it, it takes more dedication and, and whatever else. And, you know, that's stuff that I think 99.9% of the world will never understand because they won't commit to it like that. Right. Because they're not, their back's not against the wall. Like if this guy's back's against the wall and he's like, well, I'm not doing anything else except because I can't, you know, laying there. Yeah. And that actually like, I don't want to make another movie reference, but I'm like, that's the plot of Dr. Strange. You just, (laughs) you just answered it. You have no idea. I, with my boyfriend and I, I mean, when I don't have like a go-to like show to watch or movie, I'm like, let's just watch Dr. Strange. Like I, I absolutely love it because again, it's something that I'm, I can relate to in my own way. Of course, it's like a superhero movie. So duh, I absolutely love it. But right. you know, it's so inspiring. Right. But I did want to go back to something you said, if you don't mind, because it's sure. I, so you were saying, which is so truthful, like in our society and in, in our world right now, it's really hard. If you don't see, it, you don't believe it to believe that. Yes. If I put my hands on you, Ooh, everything's healed is kind of crazy. Now in the same breath. Yes. If I got you know, hit by a car right now and I'm bleeding out. Do I want someone to just come over and put their hands on me and be like, la da da? Like, no, absolutely not. Like rush me to a hospital, get this sucker like sewn up. Like I there's there's a time and place for Eastern and Western medicine, basically. Um okay. but what I really enjoy, and I'm, hey again, anything's possible though. Who knows? You know? But the part that I think I love so much about what I do, what so many others do as far as, you know, Reiki goes and other forms of energy healing or mentalities about all this is if we were to sit here right now and you were to close your eyes and you start thinking about the most like happiest moment of your life, right? You just literally put yourself in that spot. And I mean, for you, hopefully it's your wedding day, you know, <laughs> shout out to your wife. She's probably like, yeah, that'd be the happiest day. <laughs> You know, you could get really joyful, happy, your heart would feel really full and you would be like, oh my gosh, I feel great. Now on the reverse side, 
think about the worst day of your life. Think about a very traumatic, stressful time. You will start to, uh, some people will start to feel bad. They'll feel low. They'll feel heavy. They might start having an anxiety attack. They'll feel stressed out. Literally, you can make yourself sick by what you think. And you could also make yourself happy and healed by what you think. So that proves to you that the power of your mind is much more powerful than what people really give it credit for, which is what a lot of the world struggles with, which is your mental health. Cause that's something you can't see. So when people have mental health problems or issues and you see them walking down the street, we don't see a person that has high anxiety. They're depressed. They have bipolar, you know, all, all these different disorders. We don't see it for the most part. We see someone who has a limp in their leg, you know, who doesn't have a limb, you know, whatever they're in a wheelchair. We see a disability. We see them struggling. We don't see the people that struggle with everything up here. So that's why what I do and what I strive to do and why I, I really push out into the world, like joyful, positive energy and vibes. It's so important because it's healing within, which will then heal without on the outside as well. So just kind of wanted to say that because again, it goes back to your belief system. It goes back to your mentality. It goes back to when you wake up in the morning, are you thinking about all the things that are wrong in the world? Are you, are you trying to anchor to a couple things that you're really grateful for? And that sets the stage for everything because then you have the ripple effect in the world. You go meet someone at the coffee shop. If you're angry and mad, man, you might ruin their day. Or if you're really happy and you might brighten their day. And then that just trickles down into the world. So I know I went on a little tangent there, but that's exactly why I do what I do. No, I think you're hundred percent right. And uh, there's a, I don't know if it's a quote from like Robin Williams, but I always see a picture of Robin Williams and it always says like, cause he had a lot of mental things that you wouldn't know about because all the energy he brought in his movies and his characters, you're like, man, this guy's awesome. But then, you know, it turns out like he had a lot of like internal issues that people didn't know about. Right. And uh, I'm going to misquote it, but it says something like, you know, you don't know what the person you're talking to is going through because like you said, you're not wearing it on the outside. You're not wearing a t-shirt that says, I have mental problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, although that'd be a pretty cool shirt if you make a nice design with it, right? I'd but, be like, me too. But, right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Now you're high-fiving that person. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but you know what I mean? Like that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And I think that, yeah. I think society is becoming more acceptance to, to this more understanding of what it is. And, and, and I'm one of those people, right. And you could go back and, and my wife will vouch for this too. Like, you know, 10 years ago, we'd get into arguments because I'm like, Oh, what are you handing out sugar pills? Like, you know, it's all, you know, rub some dirt on it and you're good. And it's like, well, that doesn't solve depression. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like there's problems there. And while I believe it to be true, it's just, I grew up more of probably sounds worse than is more of a glass half empty. You know what I mean? More of a, I'm from new England. Right. So it's a more cynical space. You know, I grew up a Red Sox fan and for the longest time we couldn't win anything. So I'm like, the world sucks. Right. So, Now we're gifted with some World Series. We had 20 years of Tom Brady. So, like, you know, yeah. we feel a little positive about the outcome of life oh. at this point, right? <laughs> so, Ohio, you know, Cleveland, the Browns. I mean, listen, ooh. I'm not a huge fan of those kind of sports anyways. No offense to anyone out there. But, sure. does, you know, it, yes, definitely more, definitely more cynical world as well for me growing up. So, yeah, I totally relate. That's, you know what, just saying that, you know, growing up in the Cleveland's Brown area, Cleveland Brown area. Yeah, then, yep. Yeah. Yep. I, <laughs> I can relate to that too. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that's but that's what I mean. Like what you're taught as a child and what society teaches you, it's it's oh. tough to overcome and break through some of those barriers. And I think that's where people are are getting better at now. Yeah. But it's waking up every day. Like I tell myself some days, and it doesn't always work out this way, but I tell myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna talk to someone I haven't talked to at work today. Just say, hey, hey, how's it going? Like 
it just, you know, like I say, you smile at somebody and then like maybe now they're going to go smile at somebody like unconsciously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I got, I got a good friend of mine, Tim. He'll probably listen to this. So shout out to Tim. Hey, Tim. This dude was positive every single day. Like if you saw him on an elevator, how's it going today? You know, he'd be like, oh, everything's excellent. How, you know, how you doing? And oh. like, that's not always true. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he has problems like everybody else, you know? Yes. But you, like you wouldn't know it unless you were friends with them and you're having a discussion about it. Right. And I always admired that about him. Yeah. And I'm, I've never been able to get to that level of positivity that he brings. But, you know, if anyone knows Tim, like he's been on the podcast, like he's oh. he's a good friend of mine. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, it's that type of, like, I, if you surround yourself with more of those people, you know, I think it rubs off on you a little more. It yeah. does. And gosh, I, man, I feel like we could spend like seven hours minimum talking about this because like so <laughs> many things you said, I was like, yeah, oh, oh, like, you know, like I wanted to just go down so many different paths. But I will say, so speaking of Tim, so hi, Tim again, I'm sure he has his things in his life that are quote unquote struggles, you know, inside at times. And I want to say this too. A lot of people think that Tim and myself and, and those who bring a lot of light and, and, you know, positive energy and, you know, vibes to the world just wake up that way. That is not true. <laughs> not true at all. I mean, right. Unless you're like a robot, which I mean, I'm sure we do have some robots walking around here, you know, probably, but like, it's, it is a struggle at times because it's hard. People almost then start to, they, they think you have to be that way because you are that way most of the time. And it is a struggle. But I will say that myself, especially on my social media platforms, I do not like to put a lot of sad, depressing things out there. And it's not that I don't feel it. It's not that I'm not human because I do go through those moments. I mean, I've been depressed. I have worked through a lot of different, you know, internal struggles myself, but I truly believe that what we put out into the world does affect the world. Although there are times to feel connected as in like, Hey, yeah, I go through struggles too. And I think it is good to relate because we are human. I also feel like there's enough people out there that do that for me. <laughs> so if I can bring some sort of positivity and happiness to the world, man, just like you said, you recognized him as being a happy, positive person. And that brightens your day in some way, I'm sure. So if I could do that for other people, then I'd rather bring that kind of energy than the negative. Yes. But I also wanted to say on top of that, that it is as just as hard to keep that alive. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, you're just wired that way. You know, you must just be a very happy person all the time. No, that takes time. That takes time. And I grew up kind of like you, like in a household where, I mean, I was in the middle of five kids, older, younger siblings. I was, you know, sometimes lost in the whole, I mean, I was a typical middle child, by the way, like just. You were Jan Brady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yes, I know. Like literally, like Jan, I totally relate to you. But like people just think, oh, like that's just how you're wired or whatever. Like, no, like I've, I've gone through all the craziness too, but I just choose happiness. I choose it and I have to keep choosing it because it's really easy to choose the negative route. I mean, I, we don't need to do anything in this world. We can literally just lay in our bed all day. I mean, no one's technically forcing us to do anything. We choose every day to, to do what we do. And whether it's the responsibility, it's like what we actually want to do or we feel we need to do. But I think that also goes back to happiness and it becomes a consistent thing in your life. So if you're consistently negative, if you're consistently thinking about the, the crap in your world, guess what you're going to get more of? You're going to see that more than you see the positive. If you start looking into a car, right? And you're like, oh, I really want like a blue Lamborghini which, <laughs> or <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> sure. 
or maybe we'll make it something more, a, a blue Mazda. I don't know. I don't even know. You will start to recognize that more and more on the road. It's like weird. You're like, oh my gosh, there's another one. Oh, oh. you know what I mean? It's because you're like, sure. you're thinking about it. The same thing about negative things in your life and positive things in your life. The more, where your focus goes, your energy will flow. So if you're focusing on the crap in your life, you're going to keep focusing on crap. So all this to say. Wait, say that part again. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. Yes. Love it. That Love is it. something I, I really say a lot. I, I'm, I know it's out there in the world. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the one who started that at all, but that is something that I preach all the time to people where your focus goes, your energy flows. And that is literally the whole, the whole process of becoming more mindful in your life. You got to start recognizing those things and you got it. And it's work. You know, that's why I really, when I have my clients and I'm talking about like, Hey, how to make your life better, whatever I go, put a little post-it note on your mirror that says, some great affirmations, meaning like, yeah, I'm a badass. Like I'm handsome. I'm beautiful. I'm going to like do shit today, whatever it is, you know? And then also write down some things that you're grateful for. It could literally be, I'm, I'm happy. I woke up today. I'm, I'm happy. I have a roof over my head, like the basic necessities, because that will put your mind back into a state of happiness instead of the perpetual gloom, doom, Eeyore vibe that a lot of us do have. <laughs> the Eeyore vibe. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yes. so true though. I dig it. I think, I think you're right. I think, but it's, it's baby steps, right? Cause anything you said, like when you're talking about social media and you want to put out positive vibes rather than negative vibes, I think whichever direction you go in or both directions become contagious to yeah. whoever's around, you know what I mean? Yes. And you know, the more you can surround yourself with people with the vibes you want to be, you know what I mean? And maybe you're that person that is rubbing off other people, but yeah. you want other people positive to rub off on you so that you maintain that a little bit. Uh, and it's not an easy thing to do because not everyone's going to, you know, share your same ideals in this year and look, do the same thing as you. So, I mean, there's still people in my life that are just negative Nates and negative Nancy. They hate to say it, but like, I got to be strong in who I am. And I have to know myself so well that I don't get kind of pulled into their junk at times. Cause it, and that's hard. So you just got to be consistent in your own life. So you're on, uh, obviously everyone's on Instagram these days, right? So now you're there, but you're also, you know, other, as far as other socials go, you run a TikTok channel as well. So you do little videos and reels and whatnot of whatever you got going on that day. I do. Yep. All your social media, uh, slick Vic BA, as we said, right? Badass, right? How does, how are you doing with the TikTok? Like you find that, like, is that fun for you to do that? Like you love just doing videos? Yes, I so a little origin story of my TikTok. I actually first came across TikTok during the pandemic time. So once 2020 hit, a friend of mine, uh, Nick Mishko, uh, just shouting out him. Uh, he said, "Hey Vic, you should you should really try this TikTok thing." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, absolutely not! That's for like kids. I don't know, like a bunch of people dancing around." And I'm like, "That's just not my vibe." And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's a lot deeper than you think. And it's really, I mean, it's, it's gaining a lot of momentum. And I was like, all right, what the heck? The whole world shut down. I might as well try it. Right. Right. Nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So we're all, you know, stuck inside hoarding toilet paper. And I was like, all right, like, I'm going to try this. So <laughs> I gave it a try <laughs> and I started seeing that people were following me and I'm like, whoa, like people kind of like what I have to say. And I'm like, okay. And I just fell in love with it. Um, I think if anything in life, you just kind of like gravitate towards where your purpose goes and what feels right. And I, 
I felt so fulfilled being on there and putting my, 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 whatever, my energy and like my words and whatever I wanted to bring to the table and how people were responding and following. I was like, there's some good, there's some good here. So it just kind of started skyrocketing. Like I started having people follow me and now I'm at like 447,000. I'm trying to make it to that 500,000 by the, like the end of this year. That's my big thing. That's awesome. So that's- yeah, I mean, and I, and again, that's a lot of work. Cause I'm like, man, this is like tough. Like there are people out there that are just creating reels like this. And for me, I'm like, I hate putting out just whatever. Like I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to that, but there are days where I'm like, just put it out there. People just want to see your face. They just want to hear your voice. And I, I am so grateful for that, but yeah, that's kind of how it just unfolded. And I, I did a little bit of everything. I do like cosplay cause I'm a big, like Marvel DC comic girl. Um, okay. I, I love doing the fun stuff there. I love like just doing the voiceovers, whatever, like the, you know, and, um, but I really love the aspect of like the mental health part because like we've just been talking about this whole time, putting that positive energy out there does make a difference. That's kind of what just sparked it for me. I've been trying to do, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into videos at this point. I'll get on it. Uh, do you spend a lot of time editing? Like when you like record something, you just record it and go, or do you spend time making it like a perfectionist before you post it out there? To be honest with you, it depends. So it it, it depends on so many things. If it's like a short little clip thing, all right, maybe I'll spend like 15 minutes on it. Like, boom, like, let's just get it done. But other things that I do, my goodness gracious, it takes so long because (laughs) I want to, (laughs) it's like, I'm trying to like, if it's a trending thing, you know, you want it to line up exactly. You want it to have that punch, that kick. But if it's something that I'm doing as, you know, an original video, I'm like, all right, well, you don't want to keep saying like, um, and like, and like weird editing clips. So like making yeah. sure that I, right. So like, and I know, you know, as you know, having a podcast, you want things to like line up and, and it flows. So that part is where I spend more time, but yeah, it just, it kind of is, it's hit or miss. Sometimes I nail it on like the first second go and I'm like, thank goodness, you know? And other times I'm like, oh, this is going to take me like an hour or two and that, right. but that's, that, that's how it goes. That's just how it is. I definitely do a lot of that with editing mm-hmm. and like the, the ums, uh, uh, I don't, I don't cut them all out cause I like yeah. to, you know, I don't, I'm not a perfect talker, you know? So, and, and that's okay. You know, I want to make it sound like, and I don't want to use the term authentic, right? But if we're sitting there having a conversation, I'm going to say like, I'm going to say, um, you yeah. know, so, uh, you know, so some of that stuff I'm going to keep in there. And I say it so naturally, even when I'm at work and I'm like, oh man, like I gotta, you know, you want to sound professional, but then I'm like, eh, I'll just sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm like you, there are times where I just leave it all in there and I'm like, you know, this is me. Like, I'm just, like you said, my authentic self, like this is who I am. And I think a lot of people will will gravitate towards you when you're just being your genuine self. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, like when you're in the professional world and you really want to get a message across and, you, and you're like, Hey, I want this to hit home and have a nice punch. That's where I want it to be a little bit more crispy. Crispy. All right. Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all your information into the uh, show description of this into the show notes. So, um, so if you're listening and you're on TikTok, definitely follow uh, Slick Vic over there and uh, see what she has to say. You can learn more about Reiki or just whatever she's doing. I, I have listened to a, a handful of your episodes of uh, Peace, Toast, and Jams. Uh, I have one on this morning, actually, the most recent one I had on. I was just listening to it. I'm like, okay, let me get let me get in the Vicky vibe here so we can get it rolling through. So I think it's kind of cool. You know, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun putting out content. For, for me personally, I don't feel that I'm interesting enough to be solo, which is why I bring on guests. So 
I only want to be like 30% fun. And then I want you to be the other 70%, which is what you've done today. So I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> so, you. No, this uh, is a blast. No, this is so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yo, it's, it's my pleasure. Any, anything we didn't cover that you want to you know, shout out to somebody or whatever no, else? I, I don't mean, know. Honestly, all I ever ask for anyone who ever listens or, you know, hears this on your podcast, my podcast is to, if you feel, if you felt that it was helpful in any way for yourself, or you feel you have a family, friend, someone, colleague that could get something out of anything we said, please just share it. There's, it takes what, maybe 30 seconds to share it on your social media or through a text message or an email, depending on what you have. Because that's the only way we get out there and get our messages out there. So that's the only thing I ever ask. There was a guy, and I forget who it was, but he he says what he tries to do every day is he finds someone random on his phone and just sends him a text every day and just says, hey, man, have a good day today. And then that's it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, how how great is that? You know, if you just get a text from somebody, yeah. I mean, even if you don't respond, it's just like, oh, hey, Mark thinks I should have a good day today. Cool. You know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know, but – you know, someone out there is thinking of you that at that moment, someone's thinking of you, you're not alone. It's all about the intention behind it. Yes. I love that. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. So anyone listening, be sure to check out uh, Vicky's Vicky's socials. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure you're following Casual Nonsense as well. That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's why we're here. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for listening and uh, stay casual. <laughs>